Hello, I'm Natalie Stout. And I'm CG England. Welcome to the Roommates Podcast, where we talk about being local business owners, small town life, and saying yes to new adventures. We're back for episode 11. Natalie, what's our title today? What are we talking about? This is one of my favorite sayings, the though she be little, she be fierce. That's good. So, you know, I, I came up with this idea for this podcast uh, or this episode because, you know, we're so small in the grand scheme of this big world, but small people can do small things that make a big impact. And I really think that, you know, you and me both can attest to that and you for sure with, you know, your endeavors that you've done lately. You may watch the news and see like all this doom and gloom and all this sadness and all this just hopelessness and just bad stuff in the world because it's out there. And especially today with like these big banks closing and And everything. And it's scary. Yeah. And you may think, gosh, I wish I could help. I wish I could do something. But you can literally help someone on your street. Yes. You can help someone at the local school. Like you don't have to do a big grand like I call it like Mother Teresa, like world changing something. You Mm-mm. can literally buy someone's coffee behind you at the drive through or you can go donate to a local school. Um, or even just give somebody a nice word. Seriously, that's free. There is sometimes that like some people just need a word of yeah. encouragement. You know, that old saying, you never know what somebody's going through. Yeah. And, you know, just telling somebody like, Hey, how are you? Or, you know, oh, great. I love your purse. I love your bag. Yes. Or, or you know, great to see you. Or thank you for holding that door for me. Like, you never know what small thing you can say to somebody that gives them hope that yes. there's still good people out there, you know? Yeah. And, I do a quote of the day for my store for CG's Every Day. Yeah. And two days ago, it was, wherever you are is your ministry. Yes, absolutely. Like, Wherever, Kroger, open, you know, helping someone with their cart or reaching something on a shelf, like you can do little things that have a great impact. And then that's contagious and that person will do it for someone else. Yeah, totally, totally. And, and, you know, and it's about never doubting that that small act can make a huge chain reaction. Just Mm -hmm. like you said, that they're going to go do it for someone else. Mm -hmm. And, you know, good intentions, always have them. Like that's a big thing too. Always have good intentions, even toward those people that are hard to have them mm-hmm. toward. In business and in just personal relationships mm-hmm. in general. Like, so important. Treat others as you would want to be treated. Like, yeah. can you imagine the world if we all treated, myself included, mm-hmm. like if we treated everyone how we want to be treated, if everybody did that? Yeah. Well, you know, the Realty <laughs> Firm, we, we founded it on the golden rule. Be good to those who aren't easy to be good toward. Mm-hmm. Because again, you don't know what they've gone through. You don't know what kind of impact you'll make on them. And I think in business, you know, you have to do that, especially me, you know, in real estate, because sometimes there's just hard people out there to deal with, you know. And And, you don't know, did they just lose their spouse? Did they just move here to take care of their elderly parent? Like all real estate transactions aren't happy. Well, and they're so stressed probably, and if it is some situation like that, no matter what, and they're so stressed, it's like they may come across to me as every time they talk to me and they're thinking, this real estate agent, I'm just giving her 6% and I'm just having to like deal with her. And like the last agent left my house door open and then the other agent didn't even show up. And so they call to like yell at me about something I have absolutely no control over. 
but I do have control over my actions right. and the way I react to it. Right. So, you know, that's, that. you know, it's just, and I, I still have to work on that every day. You yeah. know, I mean, just, you know, learn to love hard people and it makes your life so much easier. It really does. It really does. So reeling it back in, though she be little, she is fierce. We, that can be um, your business. That can be you as a person. And though she be little, she's fierce. Let's talk about how little the realty firm was when it started. Oh, it was so little. It was so cute. Yeah, we were um, on in, on Jefferson Avenue. I think we were 145 South Jefferson Avenue. In front of the old Hobby Lobby, which is yes. now Gabe's. Yes, and across from One Bank, mm-hmm. um, which was the old Bank of Putnam County, but still One Bank. So no, everything is like... Everything you know, changes. By the old, by the yeah. Old, yeah. But 10 years later, yeah. not there anymore. 10 years later, things change. Yeah. But, you know, we started so small and it was so like, small. you know, and, and it was Amanda Selby and Kim and me. And the end. The end. And that was us in Do the beginning. Do you know how many people you have now? <laughs> yes. Yes. I finally have kept up with that. Okay. Well, maybe I have kept up. With I'm 62 <laughs> to 64, you know. So, wow. yeah. And, you know, that's, you know, 10 years. 10 years. And you never, I, I was just telling somebody this yesterday. If you would have told me back when I fir- we first opened in our little bitty small office, three people, three people, that we would have five locations, two states. And 60-something agents, I would have said. <laughs> it's crazy. I been like, that's cute. Yeah. It's like, crazy. You know, but, yeah. My Facebook memories are always like me popping in to see you at that old office. And yeah. Like, it was just, you know, nothing pretty. No. It was a desk you found somewhere and a yeah. couple phones. And you were like on the phone all the time. I was working it because, again, you, you had have to, to work it. You know, when you start small and you have dreams of getting it bigger and keeping it going, you know, it, and again, it may not be in your mind that you want to go huge or that big, but, yeah. you know, you've got to do what it takes every day. And it's the little things. Again, yeah. it's the small things that add up. It and those, is. Those How phone long calls. were you in that location? <sighs> maybe two years. Two. I was thinking yeah, three. But... Maybe two or three. And then, and then, of course, like I said, we moved to Liberty Square. Yes. Where where we can CG go into where CG started and how small, yeah, you know, you started out. So you moved into that building at Liberty Square in 2014. Yeah, right. Yeah, because that's when I opened, and I, um, I had just gone through like I was about to have a business partnership with someone. She backed out last minute. Here I was. I'd moved here from Atlanta, and we were at Seven Senses one night. And I think we've talked about this in a previous episode, but. I decided to open a store yeah. because you all gassed me up. But where did I open my store? Did I open it in some beautiful building where I got to pick out the light fixtures and the floor and the paint color and new racks? Negative. No. Negative. 400 square feet. And now I look back, so, and that's so small. 400 square feet. That's all I had. But it worked. It's it just worked. like you said that. Oh, I remember going back to an old episode that we did. You know, you said that first weekend, you were like, if you did 1500 yeah. how much did you do? Oh, gosh, like over five grand. In, in 400 square feet. In 400 so, square feet. Uh, I basically sold everything. And again, small. Went back to market. and Yeah. And I think, let me, let me like ring the bell and do a good point here. Young people starting out today in 2023 who want to be a business owner, they see Instagram and Facebook and YouTube and TikTok. And I think it's intimidating to get started because everybody's highlight reel, Mm -hmm. we keep going back to that, Mm -hmm. 
they're seeing the prettiest and the best. And like, they think if they can't do that, then what's the point in doing it? Yeah. And you know, you, you say young people, like, let's talk about like me, old people, which That's I'm not true. old. I'm 40 now, but I'm not old. old. But small steps and like me, like right now, YouTube is becoming a huge thing. I didn't realize this till just the past month, mm-hmm. maybe two months. Um, I didn't know this. Yes. People watch YouTube TV now. And YouTube, like being advertised on YouTube, there's like short clips, long clips. I'm still figuring out. Again, this was something that I was like, okay, I want to start a YouTube channel. I have absolutely no clue what I'm doing. And if y'all go to my YouTube channel, which I think is like Natalie Stout, realtor, maybe it's just Natalie Stout. She doesn't even know. Yeah, I don't even know. Just Google or get on YouTube and see what what you find. But that... Again, that's a small step, and I'm kind of like, okay, so what should I do? And I'm like, okay, things to do in Tennessee. And if you look at my video next to other people's video, you're like, okay, this girl is a a rookie. And I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm starting small. I'm starting somewhere. I'm making it. Exactly. You just got to freaking do it. I know. And And you can get better over time. And I have goals of getting better. I don't, but again, here I am, a business person, people look, you know, to me sometimes, and they're like, oh, yeah, like, how do you, I'm like, I don't know, I just do it, I just do it, and like I said, if you go to my YouTube channel right now, you're gonna go, that's cute, yeah. Well, let me ask you this, who is the target, like, who's watching YouTube, potential buyers? Yeah, or just, like, people in general, like, I mean, yeah, people who might Google, like, you know, like, a lot of people, the reason people move to Tennessee is because of, like, our state parks, and it's, like, especially, yeah. like, California people, yes. you know, it's, like, they still get that outdoor excitement. We have, like, all these state parks within 30 minutes. So, one of mine is, like, at Burgess Falls State Park. Cool. And it's, like, you know, things to do in Tennessee. So, like, you're kind of, the way I was told, and again, I'm very much a rookie at this, so if you're listening to this, don't laugh at me too much if you know what you're talking about, because I don't, but, like, the handle, like, people who get on YouTube and things to do and Tennessee or things to do in Google, Tennessee. Okay. I even like hashtag hiking Tennessee because so you know be people planning a trip here. Yeah, or and, people moving here. Yeah, because nobody wants to get on and see all my listings. Like, don't get me right. wrong, those are on there too, but nobody really wants to. You know, yeah. that's just like an additional. But it's like, and what they also said to me was like Instagram and Facebook. Um, you know, once you make a post and then you make another post, that post below it kind of gets like knocked down. Yes. So from the algorithm, well, yes. YouTube, what you put out there is out there forever. So it's definitely, you should do a YouTube channel for CG. I definitely should. I just inspired you. You just added something else to my to-do list. Oh, yeah, because that's not long <laughs> enough. But, yeah, but, you know, again, guys, small is starting small. And, mm-hmm. guys, like, I feel like I look ridiculous, you know, sometimes on the YouTube thing because I'm not professional. But, you know, I'm small and I'm starting small, yeah. you know. and You have to put yourself out there. Yeah. When I hire girls at the store, I've got one in particular, and I won't mention her name, but she hates being photographed. And I said, this is literally your job. Like, literally, you have to put these clothes on, and I have to take pictures of you, and I have to post them on social media. And if you don't want to do that, then this probably isn't the best job for you. Right. I mean, literally, we're a clothing store, and social media is a huge outlet for us I mean even me I'm your friend and I see something on there and I'm like yeah yeah, text you and I screenshot you I'm like hey save me this in a medium that's how we do a lot of business and so she said I just feel ridiculous and I feel fake and I said but this is your job and you're not like you know flexing on here you're literally advertising a dress that's for sale (laughs) so I think a lot of people like feel the way that you feel like you're uncomfortable it's something new 
you're not used to it. It's out of your comfort zone, but like you're trying something new and you're doing it for business and guess what? You got to be uncomfortable to grow. Yeah. And you got to put yourself out there. And you, you know, this, to. guys, this is hard for me too. And you know, but it's just, just a word of advice to everybody out there listening. Don't hate on someone, even if they're out there and they're, they're out there and they're hustling, you know, if it looks ridiculous to you and you know, don't make fun of it. Don't talk yeah. about it. Like, just yeah. don't. Like, let them do their thing. And, and, but, cause sometimes silly sell, most of the time, silly sells are something really corny or something really, you know, it's like, but you remember it. Yes. Like, because it was so corny, you yes. know? But don't like make fun of those people who are out there, like, like trying to start small. being a bully. It is being a bully. Yeah. And it's like, you know, hey, they're trying to get it, you know? Like, at least they're doing something. Yes. At least they're showing up. And, and, and I say all this again, like, pointing fingers back at myself here because I've been guilty myself of laughing at someone Mm -hmm. because I'm like, well, that's ridiculous. And I shouldn't do that. It works. And I've seen stuff work. Again, I've seen stuff that I thought, that is so cheesy and corny, but I'm remembering it in my head. And, you know, it's, it's just one of those things. But again, you definitely you know, just be supportive of people. Yes. Like, you know. Don't like, be a hater. Don't be a hater. Nobody then, likes a hater. No. And then like, and, and hit the like button. Clark yes. is really good about this. I see him going through his social media and he's like, 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 like. Mm-hmm. And I've never really been one to do that. But here lately I've started to because those likes help people. Yes. Those, that helps their algorithm. Like, just go through there, hit the like button. Yes. Hit the like. It'll and make it, you feel better. That's a free way to help a local business. Yes. Or share it. Share, share it. their stuff. Yeah. Sometimes I'm kind of like, because I have like 80 million friends, and then I have like the same five people that share my stuff. And I'm like, hey, hey. share my stuff. Yeah. But I, and, I, and I should be better at it as well. Like, I try to always, like, I try to share your stuff when I see something yes. that like, and I try to be genuine. It's just like your jeans, you know. I yeah. bought every pair of jeans you have. You literally have every pair. And I was job. like, so when they went up on CG's on the Instagram, and I was like, I shared it, and I said, hey, I bought every pair of these. You literally did. So you never know who my, out of my, you know, 2,100 followers, yes. not that I have that many, may be like, you know, even if two of them go in there yeah. and buy jeans, that's great, that's you know. That's great. It's two more sales that I wouldn't have had otherwise, for sure. Yeah, I agree with that. Like, don't hate on others. And, you know, we're all just out here trying. Like, everybody's just trying. No matter what your line of work is or what you're doing, if you're on social media and you're posting stuff, like, it's just something we have to do. And and at least we're doing it. Exactly. Like, don't feel, like, never feel like you're small. Always be humble and give more credit to others than you give to yourself. Yeah. And, and I promise you that comes back. Yeah. I really believe that. I believe that, you know, humility is such a big thing. Nobody is self-made. No. We've Nobody. Said this a lot. Like, we like want to drive that home to you, you listen. to give credit where credit is due. And, you know, I think of right away the exceptional being like people are always trying to give us, my, my husband and I, credit. And like, oh, they're the owners of the bean. They're the owner. No, I, I very quickly were the founders, and our community built the bean. Yeah, true. I had an idea, and God allowed me to be the shepherd of that project. Exactly, because we are being shepherds of of donated money, and without our community, um, without the support financially, and and people giving their time and their resources, it wouldn't exist. So. Nobody is self-made, no. and nobody does anything on their own. So give credit yes. where it's due. Yeah, and you know, back to again the the small part and the she be little, mm-hmm. she is fierce. You know, 
roommates, we're getting started off small yeah. in the grand scheme of things. And, you know, we're we're throwing a fleece out there, but yeah. with due diligence, you yeah. know, and and it's kind of one of those things. It's just, you know, we're doing it small and starting off and we'll figure it out as we go. I know. And, and I'm always, and you are too, I'm like, okay, what's next? Or how do we grow? Or where are we going to, like, I'm always looking down the road and, you know, now that this business model that we're doing, it's all over the U.S. I've found so many others that are, you know, once a month warehouse sales at a discounted price. Why is it at a discount? Because it's in the warehouse in the middle of nowhere. No frills, no fancy, no staff. Um, and I see like this one in particular in Kentucky, they started out kind of like we did with less than 5,000 square foot and they just moved into like a 12,000 square foot warehouse in a year. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, yeah, I think you sent me that one and I was like, oh, wow. Like, And again, I don't want to compare our small beginning mm-hmm. to there now, but it's kind of hard. But you know, like I said. started like we did, you know, and we're starting yeah. small. But that's the thing. Start small. Don't jump in head first. Don't like go into this very high risk situation, but you have to have what's next. Yeah. Because you've got to have what's next on deck before it's time. Exactly. To grow. Exactly. And you know how that goes. I mean, you know, that's, that is part of business is, is having the next step, having mm-hmm. plan B's, having, you know, plan A, B, C, you know, and yeah. then next step after that. Yes. And, you know, and again, you know, it, it's we have a low risk and yeah. a high reward, reward scenario. We've done our homework. We've done our homework. CG did her homework, you know, and she looked at these these brands that we have. She studied them. She studied the business model model thoroughly, and I just really have to give her credit for that. Thanks, friend. Yeah, and so that's that's probably a good way, you know, good way to end. Good way to end this episode, guys. Low risk, high reward. Start small. Start small. All right. We will chat with you soon, guys. Thanks for listening and have a wonderful day. Thanks for joining us today. We'll chat with you again next week.